Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of Billy West Live. It's uh, always a pleasure to welcome State Representative Gabe Fermit from District 22 here in North Central Louisiana to Billy West Live. Gabe, let's get some updates from you on how the session's going uh, in general and talk about some budgetary items and what you see coming over the next few weeks. Sure. Well, uh, good morning, Billy. It's good to be with you. And, you know, we're about uh, a little over halfway through the, the session. And, of course, we had a, a a slight interruption for the uh, veto override session in the, in the middle of, of this regular session. So took a while to get back going, but uh, we, you know, the money, the money bills always start in the house. So uh, just about a week ago, we passed the uh, budget and capital outlay bills uh, over to the Senate. And I think there's some, some really good things in the budget, some things to be excited about. And also think we accomplished our goal. Uh, on the House side, we'll see what the Senate does with it, but we accomplished our goal of not using any of this uh, one-time surplus money towards recurring expenses. So I, I guess just a few of the highlights from, from the budget the House passed would be $148 million for teacher pay raises. That's uh, $1,500 uh, for teachers and $750 annually for uh, support staff. Uh, there's 129 million for higher ed, which includes about 32 million for faculty pay raises. I, I think last time we talked, I mentioned how important it was that we shore up the unemployment insurance trust fund that was uh, depleted through the the COVID time period. So we are sending uh, 500 million dollars to the unemployment trust fund, another 450 million to the water sector program which really uh, has been has been a great program to uh, help our, our water and sewer infrastructure. And I think it's been especially beneficial for some of our, our rural systems. So that's definitely money well spent. And we're also able to uh, spend uh, send about 400 million towards uh, Hurricane Katrina debt that's still hanging over our head. So all in all, I think it's it's a responsible use of taxpayer funds. And um, like I say, I think there's there's a lot of good stuff in there and, and we have reason to uh, be excited about it. Well, Gabe, that's encouraging. Obviously, teacher pay raise is something that's been, I know, on a lot of people's agenda for a while. Higher education funding is always a a difficult thing for some reason in Louisiana, but it's good to see that there's uh, additional monies going to both of those things. This week, uh, interesting uh, press releases, especially for Natchitoches Parish, about bridges that will be repaired or, or replaced that, that are coming from the Biden infrastructure package. Talk a little bit about that, because I know we had a discussion six weeks ago or so about not using non-recurring funds for things, but this is precisely what all those federal monies, I think, were were uh, you know budgeted for so talk a little bit about those things. Those are exciting things for rural North Louisiana. It really is, and uh, you know the current backlog on uh, bridge preservation in, in the state is uh, somewhere around fifteen or sixteen billion dollars. So just absolutely critical that we take care of our of our bridges, most most of which are in rural areas. In fact, I think my district has the uh, third most bridges in in the state when it comes to house districts. So. It's something that I hear about all, almost daily, really. So, no, and, and look, that's uh, we all believe in fiscal responsibility and and spending taxpayer money wisely. But you know, 
that's the kind of thing that, in my opinion, we need to be spending our money on roads, bridges, water, sewer, uh, broadband. So in the legislature has acted uh, proactively to do that. You know, last year we passed a bill that would uh, move money from the uh, vehicle sales tax from the general fund to the uh, uh, transportation construction sub fund. So that's money that we've allocated to not only to, to some of these uh, mega projects, but also to preservation. So I think the legislature realizes just how important it is to maintain our roads and bridges. And we've got some funding in, in this budget for uh, preservation as well. Well, obviously, the infrastructure spending rurally is going to create a lot of jobs uh, in, in rural Louisiana and not only in road maintenance continuing, but uh, in, in just these repair and replace and road maintenance. So those are those are jobs bills, too, because a lot of people are going to go to work building those bridges and maintaining our roads. Well, that's right. And, and even uh, as important as that, you know, we don't always realize unless you're in the uh, trucking business or the logging business, you don't realize how disruptive those bridge outages are to our local economies. So, um, you know, it affects our, our loggers' ability to get their product to the to the mill and uh, reduces the, the number of trips they can make. And look, sometimes, you know, that can be the difference in, in a profitable uh, day is if you're able to get, you know, one load or two loads or, or more, and these bridge outages really cut down on productivity. So it's something we've got to make a priority. Well, all of us in North Central Louisiana need the logging and timber industry uh, and keeping those log trucks moving. Uh, and uh, granted, it's somewhat controversial sometimes about the log trucks and tearing up the roads, but we've got to keep those roads maintained to keep that giant part of our economy moving. Oh, absolutely. And uh, the logging industry is, is the number one uh, industry in our part of the state, certainly in, in my district it is. So we actually had a uh, Louisiana Loggers Day at the Capitol earlier this week. And uh, uh, a lot of those guys uh, from our part of the state came down. And, you know, I think uh, we've done a really good job the past two or three years of highlighting just how important the, uh, not just the logging industry, but wood products as a whole is is to our region. Well, it's certainly very important to your district in North Central Louisiana that the, the loggers, uh, you know, lobby is very important. And I'm glad their voices are being heard in Baton Rouge and that you're carrying that torch uh, for those guys, because it's a very important part of our economy here uh, in North Louisiana. Gabe, I wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about a couple of controversial issues that, uh, you know, might be of interest to your constituents and our listeners, and that's constitutional carry. And then the fairness in women's sports um, legislation that's either proposed or going on. But I, I wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about those things. I know they're somewhat controversial. And uh, just to give you an opportunity to give your views and, and tell our listeners kind of where those pieces of legislation may be. Sure. And, you know, both of these uh, pieces of legislation we uh, were filed last year and we're revisiting those issues again this year. And, and you know, frankly, in, in my district, there seems to be a consensus on both of them that that they need to be passed. They're important to my constituents. So, uh, Senate Bill Forty Four by Senator Mizell is the Fairness in Women's Sports Bill, and you know it simply says uh, uh, that men or boys cannot participate uh, in girls' sports. So it, it it's very simple. It doesn't seem like it would be controversial, but uh, it we failed to override the governor's veto of that bill 
last session. Um, you know, just just talking to my colleagues and, of course, uh, giving current events with the uh, swimmer, the male swimmer, I believe, from the University of uh, Pennsylvania uh, or Penn State, who uh, dominated the women's swim meet in the NCAA championship. So that's kind of brought the issue into focus and, and probably has changed some the minds of, of uh, some representatives and senators. So I'm really not sure what the governor will do with it. I absolutely expect that bill to pass with overwhelming support through the House and the Senate, and we'll just see what, what the governor does with it. But absolutely would expect uh, the legislature to override a, a, a veto if it comes to that. And uh, House Bill 37 is the constitutional carrier, the permit miscarry bill. I believe uh, Representative Danny McCormick is bringing that legislation. It's uh, passed through the House. We've sent it over to the Senate. And again, I, I expect it to, to make it through the Senate and, and uh, go to the governor's desk and um, maybe a little bit more of a challenge to override a veto there. I, I know on the House side, we had uh, four Republicans, I believe, vote against it, but eight Democrats uh, uh, joined the Republicans. So uh, based on the way the vote played out in the House, I think we've got the vote for an override. But um, look, I'm 100 percent behind it. I think it's a, a constitutional right and, and really the most basic right is the right to uh, protect oneself and one's family. So I feel good about both of these bills. Well, it's good to get your uh, your update and keep us uh, apprised of uh, the, the status of that legislation as it moves forward. Now, you have some particular bills, Gabe, that you have filed that may be of import and importance to your, your constituents in, in North Louisiana, uh, specifically in Louisiana in general. Talk about your legislation. Sure. I believe I have filed 11 bills and they are working their way through the process. Uh, seven of, of those bills, I guess, not surprisingly, are insurance related. That's that's my background. I've been in the insurance business for uh, over 20 years now. And uh, most of these bills are, are reform bills designed to uh, protect the policyholder. Uh, they deal primarily with uh, property insurance and passed some really comprehensive reforms last year and, and my legislation this year just builds on that. So uh, one of the bills uh, simply adds some uh, uh, claims professionals, claims experts to the Louisiana Property and Casualty Insurance Commission and also creates a special ad hoc committee to study catastrophe issues. So um, that passed unanimously through the uh, through the House, and I think may be heard in the Senate today. We've got uh, three other bills really designed to uh, reform the way claims are handled to hold insurance companies accountable, and really got some unique and creative uh, ways, if these bills pass, that will require insurance companies after a, a catastrophic event to get money to policyholders faster and to, and to make that process easier for uh, claims adjusters. So look, I, I really think looking, looking back, if we're able to, to successfully get this legislation through, then uh, uh, what we've done the past couple of years really has the opportunity to uh, bring some much needed reforms 
to the property uh, side of, of the insurance industry, at least. And, uh, you know, we've got, got one more bill, I guess. This is the most controversial one that I filed. And quite honestly, not making much headway with it, but we're still working on it. And that's House Bill 570, the Saving Adolescents from Experimentation Act. And, you know, there's a, a, a phenomenon in our culture now where, uh, children are experiencing uh, discomfort about their biological sex. Uh, they're, you know, it's often referred to as gender dysphoria. And uh, what we're finding is that uh, almost uh, impulsive, impulsively, oftentimes, uh, children are allowed to to make really uh, life-altering, sometimes irreversible decisions when it comes to uh, surgical procedures designed to to uh, to alter alter their their sex. Uh, um, there's chemical procedures, uh, whether it be puberty blockers or hormone treatments, that are also being utilized. And you know, the my thought is that you know we don't allow children to vote, to buy cigarettes, uh, to enter into contracts, but we're allowing them to uh, consent to irreversible. Uh, procedures like re- removing reproductive organs. So it, it's, it, there's nothing mean spirited about it. It's, it's a, a real problem affecting thousands of kids right here in our, in our state. We've seen our neighboring states address it and uh, you know, I'm hoping to do the same. Well, Gabe, I, I guess I'll, I'll just push back with a question. What, what whatever happened to the concept of the, the GOP from the 50s, 60s and 70s of keeping government out of people's personal decisions. How, how has that flip-flopped in the United States in the last 30 years? Well, so I guess specifically to this issue, my, my counter to that would be, look, that's that's the primary function of government is is to protect is to protect its citizens. And there are no citizens more vulnerable than children. So um, look, I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, what your philosophical stance is. Uh, it is, you know, government is ordained by God, in my opinion, to to protect people. And, and there's nothing more important than protecting children. Well, there's uh, a lot of different legislation around the country on issues like that. And it'll be interesting to follow it, Gabe. I, I'm, I'm interested in your insurance proposals. It sounds like those are real consumer protection bills. I know you're a insurance uh, consultant uh, by trade. So you have specific expertise in that area. But it's it's great to see your comments that you're trying to protect the policyholders and the insureds uh, and, and make sure their claims get paid. Absolutely. And look, I think uh, this was, you know, really came to the forefront after Hurricane Laura. And, and look, it wasn't just Southwest Louisiana that was devastated. It was uh, our area as well, Natchitoches and Vernon and Grant Rapids were just devastated by, by Hurricane Laura. I think we were without electricity for almost 14 days. And, uh, um, you know, many, many of my constituents uh, discovered that the insurance companies were not there, that they did not honor their contracts. And and whether it was incompetence or it was intentional, we discovered that there's serious problems that uh, have to be addressed. And, and look, that's, that's one of the hottest topics in the legislature this session. And, you know, we have to balance that with the idea that uh, we don't want to go too far. Uh, you know, insurance companies have to make a profit. We realize that. So we, do, we don't want to run them out of the state. We want to keep a, a competitive market. 
but that you know that being said, again, it's government's uh, uh, obligation to protect citizens, and insurance is a highly regulated uh, industry, and it's it's our duty to make sure that pro- uh, policyholders being treated fairly. Of course, and and you're right. It's a delicate balance because we don't want to run insurance companies out of Louisiana, but most of those companies that uh, I, I've read about are making gigantic profits uh, at all times. And uh, they need to be highly regulated, but it's good to see that you're on the front line, you know, fighting for those insureds and people who have claims. Uh, Gabe, I'll give you the last word to talk about what's your projection and, and predictions over the next few weeks as the session maybe is, is past the halfway point and starts winding down. Well, I'll, I'll be focused on, uh, of course, on, on the budget, on these controversial bills. But, um, you know, I think it'll also be interesting to see um, – uh, how Democrats and Republicans can can come together, and I think we're doing that uh, on, on a lot of issues like insurance, like um, uh, some of the reforms we're seeing with uh, burdensome licensing. Uh, so I think um, Louisiana's a little different from from uh, DC politics. I think there's many areas where we can cooperate and work together, and uh, uh, that's that's very encouraging from my perspective. Well, it's always great to hear that there's some bipartisan support for any issue nowadays, as, as divided as the country is. And Gabe, it's interesting, and I'm, I'm happy to get that report from you that Democrats and Republicans are working together to solve issues for uh, common folks uh, in Louisiana. It's just great to, to get that uh, feedback, and hopefully that'll migrate up to Washington, D.C., and we'll stop with the divisiveness and the hatred that's going on. But I, you look, I it's sure great hope to so. Get- yeah, it's great to get your update. It's always great to have you as a guest. We'll have you back on as the session continues uh, and get your updates on your legislation and these controversial bills that you talked about. Gabe Furman, District 22 from the House of Representatives here in the state of Louisiana, has been our guest on Billy West Live. Thank you, Gabe. Thank you, Billy. Thank you. That's Gabe Furman, Billy West Live.